Hey listeners, I'm Adam, and this is Can I Ask You a Question, a podcast where anyone is welcome to join me for an episode to share their thoughts on a topic of their choice. I'm looking forward to hearing new opinions and perspectives, and hopefully becoming a bit more open-minded along the way. If you're interested in joining me for a future episode, feel free to check out the sign-up link in this episode's description. This episode is brought to you by the Everyday App. Technically, this is an ad, but the Everyday app has honestly been super helpful for me, and I wouldn't partner with a company if I didn't genuinely believe in the product. So, what does the app do? It basically helps you track your habits so that you can see your progress over time. There's a common business saying, what gets measured gets managed. Like I said, it usually applies to businesses, keeping track of things like their sales and customer satisfaction, but I think it's just as relevant for personal goals too. It sounds like a simple concept for an app, but I've personally found it to be super effective in helping create new habits. The app lets you add whatever habits you're currently working on building. For me right now, some of those include reviewing my to-do list each day uh, so that I stay on top of the things I want to get done. Another one is going to the gym, and another one is limiting my time on Twitter to five minutes a day. The app lets you add three habits for free, so you can see if you find it helpful. If you soon realize you want to track more than three habits, like I eventually did, the paid version lets you track unlimited habits and has other cool features, and it's pretty good value in my opinion. There's a link in the episode description that gets you 10% off. All right, let's jump into today's conversation. All right, it's rolling. Okay, the question was, how can we find a balance between being satisfied with what we have and wanting more? Okay. So what do you think? Personally, I think it's like a, it's always personal. It's not like a, I can't portray happiness on you. Like it's all in your mind, you know, you just got to think positive. Um, I think it comes down to the happiness of the actual person and being satisfied with what you have as the question like says, but it, like, I don't know how to get it out there because I'm so like, I, you're as well a, a positive person, right? Like you think the best of everything that you're, very, you're not negative. It's just like always the positives out of what's going on. Out you of, try. Out of every event. Exactly. Yeah. You try to think positive. You try and think that like, you know, you could be like sick as a dog, right? But you know, you're going to get better. That's how like being satisfied with what you have comes into play. Like we live in a first world country. We have a house, a roof overhead, sorry. Like things like that, that like make you be satisfied with what you have. I don't know what your take is on this. Like, I um, agree. Similar to that. Yeah, I agree. Like the, the question for me is how do you decide whether to, first of all, can you, can you be happy with what you have and also strive for more? Or is it sort of impossible to have both at the same time. And I can give you an example. No, like I I understand that. I think, yes, you can be happy and satisfied. And yes, you can want more. But it comes down to how much more in that exact time or in that, you know, the time frame, you know, it's if you have a good job, right? And you don't make a ton of money, right? Like, do you want to be like the guy that sits next to you that makes more money, but does more work? Or are you happy where you are because you have a job that's secure 
you're doing something you enjoy, right? Like that's my example. Like that's like one of the things that I thought about before when you asked me to do this. I'm like, listen, I don't make a ton of money, but I'm super happy with what I do and I'm super satisfied. But yes, eventually I will want more because that's how society is. So you're saying, you're saying, first of all, the grass, sometimes the grass is always greener. So the example you're giving is maybe make more money, but it comes with more responsibility, more stress. Yes. And I'm one to not stress. That's the big thing. It's like, I'm a very stress-free person. I like to like think, Hey, like everything can figure itself out on its own. You know, like if something goes wrong, it will always end up how it's supposed to be, whether it's good or bad. Right. So when somebody's like, Oh, you know what? I'm not happy with my job. Right. But I make a ton of money, find a new job where you make a little less money and you might be a little bit more satisfied. That's where like the leveling out of your head comes into play for me, especially. And for like the people at work, when they're asking me like, why are you always so happy? I'm like, because like you're alive and well, right? Like be happy with what you have. Right. Like, and it comes down to as well, like the money, right? Like being satisfied in this world and society norms and whatnot is like a, a big factor in with the money and stuff. Do you, do you compare yourself to others often in terms of money or anything else? And if you do, do you compare more so looking upwards at people making more or having more or something and striving for that? Or do you, do you look downwards at people making less or having less and use that as a way to like be happy. You talked about it with, I can't remember what example you gave, but you said like my work, I can't remember if it was work or you said like reason you're happy is because like, I'm like healthy. I enjoy my job. Others are like your being, right? Like, like you're healthy, right? That's like the biggest thing. Like obviously your yourself is the person you have to take care of the most, but I don't compare myself to people, right? Like, I could be doing the exact same up or down up or down, right? Because everyone's in a different situation. Like this might be somebody's end goal, right? And they might be at their, you know, their final destination of, you know, how much money they're making, you know, what they're exactly doing. Uh, Maybe they're done with what exactly they're doing now and moving to something different in the near future. You don't know, right? That's like, it's a crazy thing to think of. Like I barely know you as much as I, I know you, right? Like I don't know, the fine details of you, but I know like a grasp of you. That's why I don't compare myself to people because we're not twins, right? I don't know everything about you. If that makes sense, like, like comparing up and down, especially age, right? Like the guy I work for, right? Like my superior is 38 years old. I'm 25. We're in two totally different, like he's like almost going to get married, you know, thinking about children, you know, marriage and like, it just, I'm like settling into my first, you know, office job and, and, you know, I'm getting my, my feet on the ground. And that's where it comes down to like comparing yourself is just going to hurt yourself more than help yourself. What about, what about if you're using it to try to get perspective, you're feeling, you're feeling down about whatever it is. Let's say it's about how much money, how much money you make. Mm -hmm. You could look downwards and say, okay, you know, a lot of people are making a lot less. Like, do you think that's healthy as a, as a way to get perspective? If people are making less? Yeah. Like as an example, like if it could be, it could be career, it could be anything. Like, let's say health, let's say like my back's hurting and I'm feeling down on myself because my back's always hurting. Mm -hmm. 
you could look at the perspective and be like, I don't have a terminal illness or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Some people do. Yeah. And do you think that's a healthy way to like be happier with what you have or is it not? I think you have to be optimistic in every situation, right? Like I get it. If you're terminally ill or if, you know, there's something chronic, like, um, like you have a, like you said, like a tumor or something that like, you know, your life is going to drastically change because of there's still a positive and a negative. Like, I'm one of those firm believers is like, you have to look at the memories you've created rather than like, like the bad stuff that's happened. Like, oh, I went to the doctor 25 times last month because of, you know, this chronic illness. Like, no, it's like, I went out for dinner and had a great time, you know, like, it's it's like, it's one of those like things you can get into so deep about and, you know, like the drunk real talks and like the 4am talks that you have with your friends. I think this is like the best topic to actually talk about because like, it's all self portrayed and like, there's so much to, I'm a, I, I think society needs to, to change in their aspect. Like if you got a better job, if you got a new car, I don't want a new car because you got a new car, right? That's where like the comparing comes back into play. Like it, yeah, I, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm do me kind of person. And then my family and my close friends, so I don't compare. Yeah, it's just I I don't know. It, it yeah. What? Why do you pick this this question? Because I think I'm so like. I don't know the word. I'm so invested into like. If I can make one person change their way of thinking because of this each day or each month or each year, I think that's a successful like. Route to take right like. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's not going to change the world's thinking in a day because I'm the guy that says like, hey, you know, I'm sick as a dog. Oh, like I have to take medicine now. It's like, yeah, you're sick as a dog, but you'll be okay in the future, right? Like you'll be fine. It's just a cold, right? Like you're going to get over it, right? I think that like because of the things I've been through as well and like people around me that have been through things and stuff like that, I think it's. They say, I don't know, I've read this before. It's like, um, what's the, what's the, the, it's basically saying like all of your, like your thought or you can like become, I don't even know how to say it. It's just like happiness is all mental. It's not the things you have. It's not like the people you're with. It's all how you think. That's why I'm so like invested in it because I just think that everyone should like, you're alive. There's nothing more in this world than being alive, right? Like if you were gone tomorrow, did you live a good life? I don't know. That's on you to decide. I think that's why I chose this. It like stood out to me as soon as you asked, choose from these lists. I'm like, so. No, it's it's interesting because yeah, I also hear some people say happiness is just a mindset. Uh, yeah. So I guess I wonder based on that, how do I know whether or not to try to like set goals to get healthier, get a better job, stuff like that? Or if it's just a mindset, like, is that counterproductive? When it comes to like setting goals and like trying to better yourself, I think you have to do what you're capable of rather than trying to do something that you 
you're just trying for the sake of trying. Like, hey, I'm going to become the CEO of, you know, the next top five organizations in the world. That's not a realistic goal just to say and then go do right away. Okay, but let's let's say it is. Let's say you are capable of it. It's possible maybe it's you're just not going to like that lifestyle and it's not going to make you any happier, yeah. right? Well, I, I was actually having this discussion with a friend at work. It's like if I made $30 million a year, I don't think I'd be any more happy than I was right now for the sake of like I'm going to have as bad as it sounds, you're going to have family members. You're going to have friends being like, hey, do you mind? Like, can I borrow some money? Right? Like. I don't need that extra. Those are those are new new stresses and, and yeah. new things that you don't it, have to it, deal with today. Yeah, it's something that like you know if if one of my friends was like, hey Jesse man, like I'm really down right now. Like I need a ha- helping hand. Like can I borrow a hundred bucks? I'm in a position. I don't make a ton of money, but I'm gladly I'll gladly give you the hundred dollars. Right? Like I know at some point I'll either get it back or you'll repay me somehow. Like I don't think that like you know, your goals and your, what's the word, the, your goals and your, your aspirations and your, you know, your motivators really should deter your happiness. I think you should be happy regardless, but that should make you more happy. I think happy should be the level of, you know, like your, the flat line, right? Like, you know, when somebody passes away, the flat line, like they, they're dead, right? I think that should be the norm. Like you're always happy, Right. You have your downs, but you always come back to being happy. You have your ups and you like where you're like, oh, my God, I just won, you know, a new car. But you go, you, you know, level head yourself and you come back down to to just being happy. You be you be yourself. I think that should be how more people think about it, because, you know, there there is people out there like God, like in Africa and like, you know, like third world countries that don't have as much as what we do. Right. That's where I think. It comes down to like your your realistic versus your like euphoric state of like your goals and your your motivators. Have you have you heard of the study they did around new paraplegics and people who just won the lottery and their happiness levels? Have you heard of it? I have not. Okay, pretty much. Uh, they did a study mm-hmm. where they they took people who were newly paralyzed. And they asked them how happy they think they're going to be compared to before they were paralyzed. And they thought they were going to be much less happy. Mm-hmm. And lottery winners asked them how happy people who just won the lottery, how happy do you think you're going to be compared to how happy you were before? And they thought they were going to be way more happy. And in the short term, that was true. But one year later, they were no happier. The paraplegics were no less happy than they were prior to becoming mm-hmm. paralyzed on average and the lottery winners were no happier than they were before the, they won the lottery, which the, the crazy, like it, it feels crazy. Does it feel, does it feel it, crazy to you? Yes. Because it's like, you just lost a huge part of your, like yourself ability, like to be able to walk around or go upstairs or not have somebody help you with such a small task. Yes. I think that's like winning the lottery is like the complete opposite. Like, hey, I can go take a private jet somewhere. I can like, you know, if I want a brand new, like, it's just, it's opposite sides of the spectrum. But it's definitely a thought to think about like, hey, there's people that are better off and better, like worse off. So it's definitely crazy. The, the reason I thought of it is because you said 
you said, even if I make $30 million a year, I don't think I'd be any happier. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what the data shows. Yeah. Um, why do you, why do you think we're generally so wrong about how happy or unhappy something's going to make us like in those examples, the paraplegics thought they were going to be miserable. The lottery th- winners thought they were going to be super happy, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case. Yeah. I think it comes back to like the, the things like walking upstairs, like, Hey, I'm not going to be able to walk upstairs on my own anymore. Okay. So you get an, like a, a helper, right? Like, and then it becomes the norm. And then that's when, like, like I said, like the downs become the, the norm, right? Like you've hit your low. Now raise yourself up. Like you can, you know, you can't reach the top shelf. So lower the shelves, right? Like kind of things like that. When you win the lottery, you're going to go out, you're going to splurge, you're going to buy everything. And you're going to be like, what else do I actually need? Do I need anything else? Or am I just buying for the sake of buying? Am I loaning people money for the sake of just giving them money? Like it just comes back to like the, the money basically drives the happiness when you're rich and like the, the ability in yourself when you're like, when you're incapable of doing certain things, like, you know, if you, you know, become a paraplegic and things like that. So I think money is like a huge factor. I think it's like one of the all time factors as well as your friends of being like happy. So So, like the, 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 the part I'm trying to wrap my head around Mm -hmm. is if what you said is that happiness is a mindset and kind of regardless of your condition, Mm -hmm. generally speaking, assuming I feel like you do need the basic necessities. Like you, you, you can't be starving. You need, you need decent health and stuff like that. Yeah. But where was I going with this? Uh, if it's true that me having my dream job and having all this career success in the world, for example, is not going to make me any happier or is unlikely to make me any happier, then wouldn't I just lose motivation to improve? You know what I mean? Like, isn't that part of the fuel to get yeah. better? I, I completely agree. Right, like it, it comes back to the the whole yourself, right? Like you have to choose what you're going to do to make you happy. Right? Like if because I enjoy my job and I know for me to have a roof over my head and for me to have a phone that works and for me to have food on my table, right? Like I'm gonna go to work. That's what I'm going to do. Right. If I don't go to work, I don't eat. If I don't go to work, I can't, you know, buy the newest video game. I can't do those, those micro things in the, in the big picture. Right. Like, oh my God, I didn't go to work for a week. I can't buy, you know, food for that week or I can't, you know, I don't have running hot water, you know, things like that. I just think like you have to, you have to choose the things that motivate you every day. It's, it's, I'm, I'm living the moment, you know, that whole cliche thing, like live in the moment, forget about the past, you know, work towards your future kind of thing. It can't like, you just have to forget about tomorrow, forget about yesterday, live today, like go to work today, get your job done, come home, relax. Like when you come home from work, work should not be on your mind. I'm one of those people, like you should be able to sleep normally, shouldn't have nightmares about your office or your job or the people at your work because they said something. Like, which is a huge factor in your happiness and what you have and what you want and, you know, things like that. So it obviously, like, 
the motivators to go to work or to, you know, go to the gym, like you said, right? Like, are you happy going to the gym, right? Like, personally, I don't go to the gym, but that doesn't change my my happiness in my day-to-day life, right? I bet if I went to the gym and I, I started working out, it became a routine. I think routine is like the biggest thing as well. Like, routine becomes your happiness, right? If you mindset every day, I'm going to be happy, I'm going to be happy, I'm going to be happy you're going to start thinking you're happy, right? It's just going to become the norm, right? It's like when somebody just says, to yourself. <laughs> basically, right? But like when somebody, it's, it's always like that bullying thing. When somebody keeps calling like somebody dumb or somebody stupid, they start to think they're stupid, right? It's like you're reiterating the fact of like, hey, you're dumb. Hey, you're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. And then the kid goes to the parent and goes, mom, why am I dumb? Like, why do I, why am I not smart like the other kids? Right? Like, you just have to, like, every morning I wake up and I'm just like, you know, today's going to be a good day, right? Like, I tell myself, I'm gonna be like, this is what I'm going to get done. I come home, I'm going to make food, I'm going to play video games, I'm going to go to bed on a, like, at a good time, I'm going to get a good night's sleep. I'm going to do it all over tomorrow. And then on the weekends, it's like, oh, thank God I don't have to go to work, right? Like, so I think the motivators become a day-to-day thing rather than a long-term, you know, hey, I want to lose 30 pounds. So go to the gym today and start. Don't think about that 30 pounds. If that, like, answers the question fully. Does. Uh, okay, so what... Maybe you already spoke to it just now. Mm-hmm. But what things do you do to be fo- to try to focus on the present <clears throat> and, and think less about the past or the future? Like, it's going to be hard for people to believe me. And, like, I don't know if you even believe me, but, like, legitimately every morning... I wake up and tell myself today's going to be a good day. Why did you, when did you start doing that? Why did you start doing that? Like, like I said, things have happened in the past, like, you know, accidents and like, I'm blessed to like still be here. Right. Like as, as you know, terrible as that sounds, but like, it just became such a, a mindset of my own to like, Hey, you know, today's going to be a good day. You're going to go to work. You're going to like, whether it's, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, saying it in my mind or actually saying it out loud I think it's just, it comes back to like, I keep, I'll keep reiterating and I'll tell you, I'll tell my, my mom, everybody. It's like, it comes back to yourself and how you perceive yourself. I think that's the word for it. Perceive, right? So I just, I started doing it and I I make a joke about it almost. I laugh about it, right? Like I'll get up and like, I'll yell in the morning so I don't yell at work or I'll get angry at like, you know, I'll scroll through Instagram so I don't throw, scroll through Instagram at work, right? Like little things to like help myself stay where I am, right? And then somebody says, hey, good job. Thank you so much. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm back down to, you know, just being myself, like, right? So I think that's why or how I stay level-headed with it when it comes to this stuff. But when you go on the lows, it's... I don't know about you or how you cope with the lows. The lows are, the lows suck, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like when somebody's like, yeah, you broke your arm. Like, what? I broke my arm? Like, I can't play hockey or I can't, you know, play basketball. I can't go ski. It's like, yeah, but you'll be able to go in the future, right? So I think like, I'm always like, I'm going to get better, whether it's today or tomorrow, I'll figure it out. Yeah, and maybe maybe in that example where you break your arm and you can't do the things that 
you've been doing lately, mm-hmm. it frees up time to do stuff that you had exactly. been neglecting, whether that's you really like or learning new movies skill. or learning a new yeah. skill or whatever, which is a big thing, right? Like, Hey, let me go on computer, like, like a podcast, right? Like learning how to do a podcast or learning how to edit a photo, or, you know, something that you're able to do because you're still able to actually do it. If somebody's with a broken arm or somebody said to somebody with a broken arm, Hey, let's go do archery today. Like, let's go learn how to do archery. Well, like, you can't, right? Like, I don't know if that totally connects with it, but it's like, you may do something that you never thought you would do because of the situation that you're in. Totally. So I think everything obviously happens for a reason, right? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out these cliche things because I think it's like, it's the way people need to think, right? Like everything does happen for a reason, right? Like you were put here for a reason and it's going to happen. So. I don't know. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty like heated into this convo. Cause like, I, I think it's like such a, an in-depth thing that you can actually talk about. So, okay. Going back to the original question, which is like, kind of, can we find a balance between being happy with what we have and wanting more? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from what I've heard, you think when I, when I kind of asked, can you have both? You did say yes, I think. But from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing more so that you kind of have to be happy with what you have. I, in my mind, I still think they are kind of... Uh, hand in hand. No, I think they butt heads a little bit. Like, I think I think it's really hard to to want more. And be happy. And be happy. I agree. But, like, regardless of who you are, how much you make, your social status, you're like, you always want a little bit more. It, it might not be like something you say to somebody or it might not be something that you, you, you do, right? But you see somebody get a new pair of shoes, you're like, hey, maybe I need a new pair of shoes. Whether it's the same pair that they have, right? Or a different pair or whatever it is. Like you could get running shoes and you know what? You know what? My boots are kind of worn out. But you're always thinking, hey, I want more, but I already have a pair of boots, but maybe I need a new one, right? That's where like the... I think they kind of work together, I would say. So you, you think you think you can have both happy with what you can be happy with what you have while also I'm going to play more. devil's advocate though. Like that you can be happy, you can want more, but at the same time I think you should always be happy. Doesn't doesn't wanting more imply that you are not satisfied with what you have and you're not happy with what you have that's what i mean like that's why i think like there's like the 50 50 i'm not 50 50 in this i think you could it's like i don't even know like you can be happy and want a little bit more but as soon as you gradually say like you always want more right like you're feeding the hunger like you're always hungry for new I think that's when your happiness becomes, you know, pushed away. Like you're not happy. That I'll go back to the, the job situation. You could be making $30 million a year, which is the top 0.1%, let's say in the world, whatever. I don't even know those statistics, but let's just say that. If you're always going out and saying like, oh my God, I want a new car. You know, I want a new, a TV, a new thing. I don't think those people are happy. Right. It's the it's the humble people that make 30 million dollars a year who wear the same clothes every year, 
I mean, every day, sorry. Every day, like the, they have, they don't get a new phone the new when the newest one comes out, right? Like they've found their happiness. They found their self in like what they have rather than what they could have. So, I, I yeah. Do you, do you currently, or have you ever set goals for yourself? I've never set like personal life goals. Like where like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds or I'm going to run a 20 mile run or I'm going to do this. I've set like, like, like social goals. Like I'm going to get a job, right? Like a, a very broad, whatever it is, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to go out. I'm going to find a job. Whether I like it or not, I have no idea yet because I don't have the job. I've set goals on like Instagram, you know, like the, we live in the world where everything's online. Your Instagram, like I want a thousand followers, right? Like I don't care if I get it. It'd be nice to have, right? Things like that. But I've never actually sat down, you know, which I've been told to do not by, like, I know you're very goal oriented, right? Like I've been told by my doctor, right? Like, cause it's just like a good thing to do. Get it out of your head, get it on, excuse me, get it on paper. And, and do it, like achieve your goal. But I've never actually sat down and and written it down. So, I don't know. Do you still, like, keep up with that? Uh, I used to be, like, more, more intense about it. Yeah. I'm a bit less intense, but... But once in a while. Yeah, I still set goals. Mm-hmm. I use, well, I talked to, like, the ad for this podcast is a... It's a habit tracker. Mm -hmm. It's not like a long-term goal type of thing, but I have things in there like, for instance, I'm doing like physio on my knee right now because it's bothering me. So I have in the habit tracker to do the physio exercises daily. It's on your own. Yeah. Like pretty much in the app, I'll just go in each day and, and check it off when I've done it. And like, that's a way to, it helps me remember to do it. Um, Yeah. So those, those are like mini goals. It's like a goal for the yeah, day is to stretch. A goal for the day, but it's not like a. Like you can have three goals. Weeks, you can have goals five years away. Exactly, but it's not like in three weeks I'm going to stretch my knee, right? Yeah, it's there in three weeks, and when you get to that day, you'll do it. But you're not scrolling three weeks ahead saying, "Oh, I got to you know at two o'clock on you know March, you know 29th, I got to stretch my knee because that's what my physio told me to do." That's not like. I think your goals, as I like, can understand, is like, you know, you ch- wake up, you check your your habit tracker, and you're like, okay, today at this time, you know, or at this time, I got to do this. If that, I don't know if that's what you're getting at. Uh, I guess yeah. Going back, I said we talked about how having a goal implies that you are trying to get something you currently don't have. Yes, which implies. To some degree, you're not satisfied with what you have today. Yeah. Like in this example, I am not satisfied with the fact that my knee is bothering me a bit. Mm -hmm. That's why I went to physio. That feels okay to me. Like that I should be, it feels fine that I should be trying to get rid of the knee pain. Like that seems like a good thing. Yeah. But maybe, maybe when you do it like too much, like when you're setting like a million different goals, maybe it becomes overwhelming. I don't know. But let me ask you this now, because I'm going to turn the tables. I'm going to flip the tables because you're asking me whether satisfied. Are you satisfied where you are, though? 
I know you want your knee to get better, but right now in this very moment, are you satisfied with where you are? Uh, I think so. But I also think maybe, maybe in my mind, I will be happier when my knee pain is gone. Yes. And maybe, maybe that's wrong. Maybe based on what we're talking about, I'm not going to be any happier when completely, my knee pain is but gone. you don't know. Which is a messed up, like it's a, a weird, weird thought. Weird. But like, that's where I'm, that's where I get at. Like, you don't know what it's going to be tomorrow. That's why like today, like, are you happy? Are you satisfied? Right? Like, I can't say like, yeah, man, your knee looks great. Right? Like your knees come such a long way since it's been, you know, three weeks since you started, but today it looks, you know, you look fine. Right? That's where it comes down to your self-perception of like, today I'm happy with how it feels. There's no pain. Tomorrow there could be pain. Right? So it's like an everyday thought of like, you know, being happy and being wanting more. Yeah. It's it's definitely a weird thought to think like, hey, tomorrow I could wake up, my knee could be in shambles. I, I don't I guess maybe I don't believe I believe that happiness is a mindset to mm-hmm. a certain degree, maybe. Like if I'm in excruciating pain, mm-hmm. I can't see how that's not gonna impact my happiness. I agree. Agreed. So But wanting more does that just mean like hey i want more as in like i want less pain it's yeah wanting i want to go wanting back something to how... you don't have wanting something so you, you don't want... have but you've already had it no but currently okay i currently. don't have a knee that has no pain okay i want a knee that has no pain fair fair okay yeah i don't know i don't know it's 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 a it's a crazy thing to think about yeah you know like in your subconscious, you may, like I said, you may not say it, but it's always on your mind. Right? Right? Like, work, like when I worked at a phone store, you see somebody come in with a new phone. You're like, like, I just got my phone two days ago, but I kind of want the new one. Right? Like, I kind of want the new one. It looks, it looks wicked. It looks like the new specs, whatever. But you're not actually going to go get it. You're happy with what you have. So it, it, that's where I think, like, going back to the, the hand in hand, I think, like, yes and no, more to, like, you can always be happy, but still want more. I don't know. I, I just... Okay, so you think you can have both? I think you can be a, a huge both, per, but there's people out there that are miserable, always. They're, like, completely miserable. They're not happy with anything. They always want more money. They always want the newest car. They always want the newest shoes. They're always like trying to outdo their their people that they work with. You know, the new person, one person gets a jacket, they get the more expensive jacket, right? Like realistically, that's not a big deal, but you're just trying to outdo them because that's what makes you happy knowing that you're on top, right? So I think I'm more towards the, you can always be happy in any situation. It's a mindset. You and I both agree. It is a complete mindset. Right? Like, change my mind kind of thing. I agree, I agree, like I said, to a certain extent. Yes. I say to, like, the 90th percentile. Right? Like, there's a... Sl- uh, if your basic needs around health... Yes. Like, health is, is the main top, thing. Top. Like, that... The... Like, having food is under that health thing. Yeah. Like, if you, well, I if think you don't have food, you're going to be... You're not going to get the proper nutrition. You're going to get sick. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's the health. Well, it's like the the house 
like you have a roof over your head, like you sleep outside, you're you need get that sick. For, exactly. You need right? it like for your that's health. all under your health, right? Right, and then I think it goes to like from health to family to friends to like social, yeah, to like and all these these all these things feed into your health. Yes, like having good family when you come home from work and you had a bad day, right? You take the anger out on your your parents, right? Like or your 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 siblings, then you start yelling, right? And like let's say you punch your pillow because that's the kind of like person you are right and you hit something and then your hand hurts right like that comes back to your health right like being angry at work but like i don't think that should be how this world works but that's how it works so it always comes back to yourself regardless of what it is like i could stub my toe ouch i I don't know if that even makes sense but it just always come back comes back so yeah i'm just I don't know if, if you agree with it completely or. I, I'm trying to think through what are still the things I'm struggling or wrestling with most of my mind. So a question I'd ask is how should I think about if I should be setting more or less goals? I think less. I'm like, I'm one of those people like set a bigger goal, less of them rather than 150 small goals. Right. Like the ratio to you fulfilling those, the success, like the success, success rate, sorry, is going to be much higher, which is going to make you think more positive. Right. If you have a hundred goals, right. And you get, you only accomplish 60, 60 of them. You have a 60% though. Right. This is completely, it's just like that. I still have 40 to go. Right. Like, if you accomplish, if you have 10 goals and you accomplish six of them, you're, you're at 60, but I have four to go. It's just like, it comes back to the mindset. I have four goals to go. It sounds a lot better than, oh my God, I have 40 goals to go. Right? Like, that's why I'm like, I need to get a job, right? I don't define like, I'm going to go to this company, to that exact role and have that person as my manager and get that job. I'm applying to the company and they'll put me somewhere. And I'll work. And if I like it, I love it. Great. Whatever. If I don't, I'll find a new job. I think that's like where it comes to goals. You need to set like realistic goals. Like I'm not going to go out tomorrow and run a 30 mile run. Okay. So in the, in the example you, you brought up right there where you said, I'm going to find a job. If, if I, if I don't end up liking the job, I'll find a new one. Mm-hmm. But you were saying happiness is a mindset. So if you're not happy, if, if if someone's not happy in their job, how do they decide whether or not the issue is that it's their mindset and the grass is always greener or no, there's actually something wrong with this job. Like, how do you, how do you think about that? I think like in terms of the job, especially before you even go into work, you should be happy. So if you get to work and your like your mindset has changed once you've stepped into that office space, like the you know like the whole new saying like good vibes only. If you don't have those good vibes, or if you walk in and somebody's toxic, and it always you know it's in the back of your mind, but you might not say it, you might not ever say it to anybody, and and you just don't enjoy being there, or you know something's a little wrong, or something feels off. As soon as you have that like gut feeling of something feeling off, like you walk in, it's like a bad aura. That to me is like enough to kind of say, Hey, like this isn't for me. 
right? But like, as soon as I leave, I'm happy again. Like I am just, you know? So I think that's an interesting way to think about it. So I don't think I had thought about it that way before. So you're saying if you are happy going into work and then your mood all of a sudden changes at work, it's probably that job versus if you are unhappy going into work and your mood doesn't really change, then it might be more yourself you, and your mindset. Yes. Yeah. Right. I've, it makes sense. That That's how I like look at it. Right. Like obviously I have, I'm one of those people as well that like I go to work. I really enjoy what I do. You know, I, I, I never thought I would actually be doing what I'm doing, but I go into work and there are super toxic people in my office. Like I'm talking to the point where like you do not want to involve yourself because you know, like when you turn your back, they're going to say something. But I think there's more positive people, which outweighs those negative in like my own mind. Like I like as soon as those negative people outweigh the positive, I, I that's when I would call, like close the book and all right, like I got to, you know, figure something. It's not good for me. Right. Like that's when it comes back to the hell. You're not in a position to be in a good place. That's not a good place for you to be. That's not a good fit at that time in your life. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a very that's an interesting topic, especially with the job. Right. Because, you know, job security, like, you know, if you're scared, you're going to lose your job. I, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Like, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I would love to like hear like somebody that makes a crazy amount of money, their intake on like this specific topic, because it's such like a, like, am I happier than somebody who's sitting right beside me? Who's wearing, you know, like Donald Trump. I think I'm just as happy as Donald Trump and he's the president of the United States. Yeah, you might be, you could be happier. I could be happier. Exactly. But then it comes to perception. So yeah, they've done, and this has come up on a few past episodes. But they've done studies, like Harvard has mm-hmm. done, and and other top universities have done studies between income and happiness. And beyond a certain amount of income, there's no relationship yeah, between like income and happiness. Your happiness doesn't increase. Yeah, they found that it does up to like seventy five thousand dollars a mm-hmm. year, and it's probably because of food, clothing, shelter, and the yeah. basic necessities. But beyond that, not to say no one was happier, but mm-hmm. on average, you are no happier beyond that, whether you make 75000 or $75 million a year. I agree. I, I think, yeah. Like, you, if you like to wear sweatshirts, you're always going to wear a sweatshirt, right? Like, like Mark Zuckerberg, he wears a t-shirt and jeans every single day. I mean, he probably also has like a $20 million home, though. <laughs> I agree. And like... But like in the like in the in the outside world, right? Like, I I don't think I think he's still like kind of I don't know much about the guy. I've never researched, but like I think he's still like kind of level headed because he never he's never walking around. Same thing with Bill Gates. I don't know if you've seen that picture of Bill Gates where it's like Bill Gates and um, Buffett, Buffett, and they're sitting like courtside in a in a basketball game, and it it says their net worth, their combined net worth. And it says not one Gucci logo anywhere in this picture. Right? It kind of like puts that that mentality. Hey, you don't need these materialistic things to be happy. And you don't need to want them. You may He may drive a Rolls Royce. I have no idea. Which is a, like a very expensive car. 
but in the sense of when he's out in the world, he may like he, he might not want to wear nice clothing. Right, like he might be happy with what he has on. So the Zuckerberg thing on the clothing, I think it's him. From what I've heard, the reason he does it is to 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 eliminate a decision he has to make every morning. So now he doesn't have to think about what he has to wear because everything in his wardrobe is the exact same. It's like yes. a white t-shirt, blue jeans. He's got a million pairs of the same one. So mm-hmm. if they're dirty, he just wears. But he's one. happy with his decision, right? He's satisfied. Because at some point he said like, hey, can I go out every day wearing the same thing and be okay with that? So he's satisfied with that decision, which is going to last him as long as it lasts him until he's like one day he's like, oh, you know what? I want to change either for the better or for the worse, however somebody looks at it. But like at some point he had to make that decision to like say like, hey, I'm happy with this. Let's do it forever. And it's weird to wear the same thing every day. But, like, that was the decision he made because he's happy with it. I'm a fan. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I wear jeans and a t-shirt and a sweater every day to work. Yeah. Right? Different shoes because, you know, that's just, like, the person I am. Right? But it it comes down to I'm comfortable in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Any... Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? I don't know. I think it's more um, like you just have to be in a good mindset. You need to surround yourself with like the people that like you kind of share the same vision, not vision, same mindset, not mindset, like interpretations of things. Values. Values. Let's say values, same values. But at the same time, have an argument about the same values. Like, be confrontational about it. Because, like, it's not healthy to always say the same thing. Right? Like, curious, not confrontational, right? Curious. Yes. Like, asking questions. You know, wondering. It's always a good thing to wonder. Open-minded, you know? yeah. There's no, there's no bad questions in this world, right? Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with saying, like, hey, can you explain further? Right? I think people need to just... In society especially, need to surround themselves with with the right people rather than the wrong. You walk into a mall and you see a lot of wrong groups of friends. You know, someone's yelling at someone else and, and all that. I think it's your family first, yourself, and then, or yourself, your family, and then your friends. I think that's it, though. I think, like, after that, like, find a job you enjoy, find things you enjoy, and do them. What about you? Any? I agree. I'm glad. It's 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 uh, interesting. So maybe maybe there's a follow up with somebody who who isn't happy <laughs> as happy as I am. No, really. Like I think it'd be interesting to find somebody who like says like no, I'm not happy, hmm. and get their intake on it, and like you know reverse the role, saying like why aren't you happy? Like yeah, I wonder if I'd be able to find someone. I feel. Like it'd be interesting. I feel as though a lot of people don't won't admit if no. they're not happy. But uh, it can be completely anonymous. I agree. It'd be interesting. I think that'd be like a great like, you know, revolt uh, reversal. Sorry, Rever- reversal thought. So cool. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. It was. It was, it was interesting. My first ever podcast. It was. It's did fun. you enjoy it? I did. I enjoy this. Cool. Well, my first video <laughs> one. Were you recording?
I think so. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's recording. Okay, we'll end it here. Ciao. See ya. Thanks again for tuning in to Can I Ask You a Question? If you liked this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening from so that more people like you can discover it. Also, it'd be super helpful if you'd be willing to leave some feedback on any ideas you have for improving future conversations using the link in this episode's description. Thanks again and see you next time.